get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The president of baseball operations and general manager of your St. Louis Cardinals is John Mozalak, a.k.a. Pobo Mo. And he is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Michelle Smallman, Dan McLaughlin, Randy Carricker. And Mo, thank you very much for your time this morning. We appreciate it. We know that you've got a Zoom with the rest of the media in just a few minutes. So uh, we appreciate you taking a few minutes with us this morning. Good morning. Uh, you guys are hard to hear, just FYI. Okay. We'll see if we can fix yeah, that. Yeah, much better. Yeah, that you fixed it. There we so. go. Good. Well done. Are you okay with us with shortening up your your title and name to Pobomo? Is that is that cool? I don't even know what that means. President of Baseball Operations, President of Baseball Operations, Pobo, and then your name. Sure. <laughs> sure. I mean, look, as long as you guys still remember me, that's cool. We'll never forget you, Mo. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, Mo, we know that everyone in St. Louis was so excited about the acquisition of Nolan Arenado, and we knew that you were really pumped to not only acquiring a player of that caliber, but someone that the club had coveted for a long time. But we really loved the press release when you wrote, today we got better, exclamation point. We knew that if an exclamation point was used in the press release, that the team was really pumped. So can you tell us how you might have celebrated finally getting Nolan Arenado to the Cardinals? You know, I really haven't celebrated at the moment. Um, there, there's just so much going on. And, and I think as, as everybody understands with working under a pandemic and, and trying to get a camp open, it just, we just haven't sort of had that moment of just like sit back and, and reflect on really kind of a flurry of, of transactions over the last month. But you know, the good thing is, and for everybody that's gotten to be a part of spring training, at some point we, we will have that, that opportunity. And, um, you know, I, I think like, like anytime you do like a, a big deal or you have like, um, you know, success, it, th- these moments can be very fleeting in time and you're, you're sort of like it happens and then you're on to sort of the next thing. But, I don't want to take anything away from from the acquisition of of acquiring someone like Nolan and what he means to this this franchise and to this team. So, you know, at some point um, when things slow down, I'll definitely uh, probably have a drink and uh, smile a little bit. Hey, Mo, with everybody uh, coming back to camp, how much does it help that what you went through last year? Unfortunately, you had to go through it, but dealing with the protocols, those kind of things, and having an understanding of what you have to deal with going forward this season. You know, I think anytime you have experience that that helps you, especially as you're you're, you're trying to adapt to a new normal. Um, obviously, you know, you, you think back to spring training here in in March, February, March of last year, everything was quite normal. We kept reading about this potential pandemic, but I don't think any of, of us envisioned. You know, one day we were just going to literally close this place up, and and then we'd go dormant for four or five months. So. 
I think everybody understands sort of the the importance of of you know social distancing, wearing masks, and and hygiene. But you know, I'm still walking around being a reminder to people um, from time to time. And you know, I but I do think Danny that we did benefit from what we experienced last year, and I think all of baseball did as well. When this franchise has been at its best under your leadership, and when we look at baseball now, you need to collect impact hitters. You get one in Arenado, you have one in Goldie. We've seen a guy like Paul DeYoung have 62 extra base hits in a season. That brings me to Dylan Carlson. Is it reasonable for us as fans to expect Dylan Carlson to be an impact offensive player in 2021? You know, I certainly hope so. Um you know, when I think about our club and, and, you know, the one thing I, I love about Dylan's approach is, you know, he has the ability to hit the ball to all fields. And I think in a, when you look at baseball in its current state, you have a lot of sort of all or nothing approach where I, I do think Dylan is, is almost a player that, that you, you kind of look back to maybe a generation ago where, he, he just understands how to hit in terms of, of being able to spray the ball, but still has the ability to, to um, hit the ball out of the ballpark. So, you know, I think when you look at the type of impact he could have on our lineup, I, I just think he's one of those types of hitters that, you know, keeps the, keeps the lineup turning over. And, you know, I, I think that could be a, a big help to us, but, you know, overall, I'm pretty excited about, our lineup in general, I, I think there's a, a lot of players that you're going to see things that maybe you didn't see in the 58 game season you saw last year. So again, you know, part of what we were trying to accomplish this off season was making sure we gave some of these young outfielders some opportunities. And, um, you know, obviously if we play 162 games, we should be able to achieve that. Is there one player that you're really excited to see as spring training opens up? Oh boy. Um, with regards to who may help our club or just in general in this camp? Yeah, just in general. I mean, we mentioned Dylan Carlson. I know a lot of fans can't wait to see what he can do. I know I was really pumped to see the the photos and the videos of Jordan Hicks getting back in action. There's a lot of exciting players, whether they're new players, young players, veteran players. So I'm just curious if there's anyone that you can't wait to see. I mean, the one guy that I, you know, obviously we've talked a lot about, but I haven't seen much of is Herrera. So, um, just wanting to to see how he handles himself in this type of camp, in this type of setting, when he's starting to realize that you know he's not far away from making a major league debut. So, um, very curious to see how he handles himself. Um, you know, so when I walk around, he is definitely someone that that catches my eye. And I also think um, when you look at Zach Thompson and Limitor, just to see where they are. Um, as you can tell with the way I speak, it's you know very much about the pipeline and um, always trying to make sure that we feel like we have that depth. Mo, I was doing some numbers here. I, I've got about 90 fewer innings in this camp as opposed to last year. Do you believe after what you had to go through last season with a lack of innings, generally speaking, across the board, and now 90 fewer in spring training that – a piggyback or more than a, a five-man rotation, even if you don't call it a six-man rotation, is going to be needed, especially early on? You know, I wouldn't argue that. Um, we've certainly been discussing that 
in this camp. We haven't made any like final decisions, but I think the one unique thing about like our current depth or our roster, you could argue we have nine or 10 guys who could start. And so when you take the five that you made that will win that role, there's still another five that we want to make sure get multiple innings in this camp. The biggest challenge this camp is really finding those innings because ultimately you got to stretch your starters. So I'm sort of spending most of my time trying to figure out a way to get B games. John Moselak, the Cardinals president of baseball operations with us on 101 ESPN. I shouldn't say GM, you're the Pobo. Gersh is, is the GM. Uh, I want to uh, go back to Herrera because as we discussed you guys re-signing Yadier Molina, we wondered if there were discussions that you have during those negotiations about him mentoring young catchers. He's going to turn 39 this season. He's not going to last forever. So how much do you want young catchers, whether it's Kisner getting a major league at-bats or Herrera this spring, how how, do you, how much do you want Yachty to help those guys along? Well, the one thing is I don't have to go to Yachty and ask him to do that. That's just in his DNA. Um, he likes that role. Um, he understands what he's done in this game and what he's accomplished. And he's definitely one of those guys that likes to give back to a younger players. So, you know, one of the things that when I think back of my time with the Cardinals and you look back at our better players or our best players, they always were investing in, in the younger player. Um, that that's just been, you know, a hallmark of, of what these guys are about. And, you know, an example would be like the Matt holidays of the world when he used to fly in prospects in the winter to help them understand like how he would do his off season to teach them. Matt Carpenter's done the same. Goldie's had interest in that. I've heard um, Arenado has that in him as well. So it's it's sort of a culture that you try to create. But, you know, we've been very fortunate that our best players want to help young players. You mentioned at the beginning of the offseason that you'd like to see Kisner get more at-bats. Is that a priority, though? Would you like to develop the young guy, the next guy at the major league level a little bit more? Well, of course. Um, you know, you're, you're always trying to balance – you know, taking advantage of of where Yachty is in his career, but you're also trying to make sure that you have something on the back end to help you out. So um, I, I, I look at it this year as, as you know, Kisner's going to have to play a little bit more. I mean, obviously last year was, was disappointing with the, with the amount of play he got. Um, but then again, a lot of players could argue that as well. So um, we'll, we'll move on from that, but hopefully that opportunity exists this year. Well, we're kind of a vessel for the fans in a lot of ways. We see the tweets. We see the text machine. We have people that call into the station. So we get a pretty good gauge of what the fan base is feeling. And one of the things that we've been debating and talking about is the notion of success. Because it seems like a lot of fans get really impatient unless there's hardware. They don't judge success in the same way that the team might judge success. So I'm curious, how do you and how does the organization view success? Wow. Great question. Um, you know, I, I think I take a lot of pride in the fact that we've never had to do one of those like rebuilds where we just commit ourselves to losing for a couple of years and, you know, then hope that when you come out of that, you're, you're going to be able to pull off like a, what a Chicago or Houston did. Um, I judge success at, at putting a, a quality product out on that field, um, one that gives you a chance to win. I think historically we've done that. I mean, I don't disagree with, you know, ultimate success is judged by, 
you know, do you raise a trophy? Do you get a ring? And, um, you know, I've been fortunate to be part of four World Series teams with the Cardinals. And so I understand what those goals look like. But I also think from a, from a fan base side, they should appreciate that we have been able to have perpetual winning. And um, that's not easy to do. And when you look at teams that have been able to accomplish that, I'd say we're probably one of five in the game of baseball that have achieved that. We've heard that Nolan Gorman is in camp. He's taking ground balls at second base. Would you envision him even looking at the outfield too? Would you try that? Or is he solely looking at second base in the, uh, this camp? I think right now they're going to try to keep him on the dirt. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if um, you know he he gravitates out to the outfield as well, just on his own. But you know, early looks at him at second base have been pretty impressive, actually. So um, you know, he's he's got a unique opportunity to work with Jose Okendo and Stubby Clap every day, and so. Right now, let's just let him take advantage of that. Hey, Mo, one more thing. We know that you have to get to a media Zoom with the rest of the media, but I, I want to go back to Michelle's question. You, you talk about the success that the organization has had. From your perch, are you able to enjoy the journey? Because that's what I look at. I, I don't look at success necessarily as lifting the trophy at the end of the year. If uh, I think you can have a really good year but not lift the trophy. Are you able to enjoy those journeys? Well, yes and no, right? Like, like. I deleted Twitter for a reason um, because it, it, it takes away a little bit of, of that enjoyment or, or it, there's just so much second guessing when you, when you have a job like I have and it can, it can almost tear you down more than when you get that one in 1000 tweet that says you actually do a good job. So for, for me, I think that like the, the thing that I take the most pride in is like, do people like to work here? Do people like to be a part of something? And as much as I, I know the fan base wants me to, to produce that winner and, and that, that type of product that, that they believe in and they want to invest in meaning buy tickets. I get that. But there's also a side of my job that, that is where the employees feel good about coming to work. They feel good about what they're doing and, you know, that's probably the thing I take the most pride in or, or the part that I smile the most about because this is a really good environment for, for this uh, organization and what we've created. And I think Mr. DeWitt and myself take a lot of pride in that. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We know you've got busy days, and hopefully we'll talk to you soon. All right. See you guys. See Bye-bye. You take care. That is John Mosaic, the Cardinals Pobo on 101 ESPN. Let me guess. Unknown caller, you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.